Okay. First, we had the Satanic Grammys. Then, we had an Illuminati Super Bowl halftime show. And now, we're consulting darkness for enlightenment? Yeah, y'all better strap in for this one. I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn a football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. $230 million. Guaranteed. That's just filthy. I mess up his name. I can't even get it. That's a kitty. That's a kitty. That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle him in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on this planet Earth. To this sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind. Big day. Talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also want to welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And if you agree or do not agree with me, you can always hit me up on Twitter at this sick show and at this sick host. And you can now email me at this sick dude at bgcsports.net. And lastly, I always want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners over in the land of the lucky charms, Ireland, the home of that yummy dim sum, Hong Kong. Spin with their Swedish meatball swimming in a big bowl of marinara. Portugal, home of the ports. Canada, the home of Dr. K. Alexander and the Maple Syrup Brigade. Mexico, the home of avocados from Mexico. Pakistan. No pulling on the totos, no pulling on the nonos, and no pulling on the Punjabi. Thank you, come again. Thailand, home of the Thais. Germany, Donka. Peru, home of the Limas. India, shining bright like a diamond. The Netherlands, home of Geppetto and that wooden boy who always lied. Brazil, home of the greatest soccer player to ever grace a soccer field, Pele. And yes, these United States of America. What in the Sam Hill is going on? All of a sudden, 
the Grammys. We get Sam Smith up there and uh, acting like he's the devil. And and all of a sudden, we get Jay-Z acting like he's Jehovah, which we know he calls himself Jehovah, trying to be Jehovah or Yehovah. And that's not even going to work. They're sitting up there at the table and they're, they're um, like they're at the Last Supper or something. Then we get the Super Bowl halftime with Riri. Riri coming on as she's lifted up in the air above everybody else in her flaming red outfit. And she has this demonic look on her face. And then she begins to smile. And then she goes through her song list. And somewhere within the songs, she's grabbing at herself and then pulling her fingers up to her nose afterwards. And you all didn't see that? Then she stuck her buttocks out and then put a handbag in like it was a tail wagon. Y'all didn't see that? I saw all of that. You're saying that was the Super Bowl and that was before the Super Bowl big day. What are you trying to get at? We don't want to hear this hashed up mess from, from back when that was in the past. Okay, well, let's talk about the presents. Because that foolishness has led to this foolishness as Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers reportedly emerged from his four-day darkness retreat. You're like, wait a minute, what? Wait, what? Yeah. According to Scott Berman, who owns Sky Cave Retreats in Oregon, Aaron Rodgers basically rented a cave because he wanted to have an isolated experience and he went to this particular cave and this is according to Berman it's a 300 square foot room with a queen size bed, a bathroom and a mat for meditation the room is described as um, being partially underground devoid of light but you can cut the lights on on the inside. There is lights available, but you don't have to cut them off. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show that he would make a decision on his future in the NFL after he goes into isolation and he goes into the darkness for enlightenment. You have to go to utter pitch black darkness to be enlightened on what you should do and what your next uh, what you call it a uh, decision should be who you need to go to either you're going to stay with Green Bay or you're going to go to the New York Jets or you're just going to go right off into the sunset or whatever but we're going on a four day retreat in utter darkness no music, no sounds whatsoever except for the sounds of the cave or whatever. You probably hear the uh, uh, water running through the pipes or the electricity running into what you call it, whatever, but it's in the dark. We're now going to consult with darkness for enlightenment? Come on, people. Come on, y'all. Can y'all not see the handwriting on the wall? Are y'all just that oblivious 
to what is going on right now in the world? When did we start going to darkness to be enlightened? What you can't have an epiphany or you can't be enlightened in the daytime? You can't get spoken to in the day in the middle of light? No, I got to shut everything down. I got to get quiet. I got to let my mind run amok in the darkness and search for enlightenment for where I should play next. That's crazy. That's insane. That's absolutely demonic. That is just out there. Beyond left field. That's way out there. There is no way in heck. There is no way in HE double two picks. Am I consulting darkness for life? Think about what's being said here. I'm going to isolate myself in the darkness away from everybody and everything. I'm going to meditate in the pitch black darkness and I'm going to seek for a word to enlighten my soul and to lighten my path. Okay, the Bible says that his word is, is, is a light, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's what it says in the Bible. But it doesn't say darkness is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Darkness is what is dark. It, it, it is, it's darkness, it's black, it's devoid of light. Anything coming out of the darkness ain't good. It ain't good. Because if it was good, it wouldn't be hiding in the darkness. It would be in the light. I know that's done went over a whole bunch of people's heads, but y'all need to wake up. These celebrities, these NBA, NFA, whatever professional players, they are leading you into a path of darkness and y'all just sitting up there like, oh this happens all the time and just uh, it, it is what it is and y'all have lost y'all's mind it ain't good y'all this is the very example of not good <sighs> he wanted to so that he could make a decision going forward in the interest of his happiness. No, let me say that again. In the highest interest of his happiness. He said, it's four nights of complete darkness. I have a number of friends who have done it. And some found profound experiences And it's something that's been on my radar For a few years now And I felt like I'd be It would be something awesome Regardless Of where I was leaning After this 
season. Now, we all know Aaron Rodgers is not happy at Green Bay. Everybody is saying that he would fit with the New York Jets. And and I would agree the New York Jets are on the come up. But there's another name that's being tossed around for the Jets and it's Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is going to cost you less money. Derek Carr is going to cost you less money. So Aaron Rodgers is going to cost you a lot of money and he may be costing you something else. I'm just... It's just mm, darkness. I, I I just can't get over that. You're going to the dark to be enlightened. Okay, okay. Other people have done it and they've had profound experience. Yeah, I bet it was profound. I bet you did have an experience. Was it a godly spirit experience? Matter of fact, do you even care? If it was a godly experience Matter of fact We know It wasn't a godly experience Because God is light And you're trying to go Away from the one who knows all And go find yourself in the darkness Okay good luck with that Go on with your bad self Adam Go ahead and get your fig leaves together and quiver in the, in the bushes and do what you want to do. Since you have the knowledge of good and evil now and you've been at it since you was born, okay, you want to be Adam again? Okay, I'm gone with your bad self. We're just... It's maddening. It's 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 upsetting. We know better than this yet. We go this route. But you know the Bible does say that strong delusions will be sent for those who just choose to believe the delusions. You're seeing it unfold and now it's happening in the NFL. All right. NBA, your turn. Come on, NHL. Y'all jump on in there too. Come on, uh, soccer. Y'all jump on in there too. Uh, come on, college. Come on, high school. Let's all just jump in the pit together. That, that's what you're doing. That's essentially what you're saying. Let's run away from the light and the one who gives light, the one who is light, and let's go to the darkness and let's go get our epiphany in the darkness. Okay. Mm. I could rant on this for a whole hour. I'm going to take a break right here. We'll pay these bills. And then we're going to come back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, messing with UFC fighters' families. I I got my rant and rave costume on today or or clothes on today. I'm ready to go. Wow. So let's do it together when we come back right here on this sick but in the light so stay tuned for more this sick show with big day along the bgc sports network welcome back to part two 
of this sick show. CMIT Solutions offers area businesses proactive IT support and technology management solutions at affordable, consistent monthly rates. And it's so that your business will effectively budget and foresee IT expenses, saving you money and time in the long run. So let CMIT help you grow your business while they take the stress and hassle out of your IT. For more information about it, call 682-277-3930. That's 682-277-3930. Call Roderick today. Let him know that Big Day sent you that way from this sick show. Okay. This is a story that I I wanted to talk about a little bit. I don't talk about the UFC too much on here, even though I follow the MMA. I follow the UFC. Um, (laughs) I've seen some videos on YouTube, Facebook, there's been a couple of encounters where people want to jump bad with MMA fighters. For those of you who don't know what MMA basically is, it's mixed martial arts. But there's some people that's got it in their head out there that they can just walk up to an MMA fighter and start flapping their gums without reprisal from the MMA fighter. There's been a couple of these on YouTube and I watched, I watched where this one uh, uh, MMA fighter went outside and he was, uh, he, he ran upon some people who were trying to bully somebody else and it was him and his girlfriend or wife or significant other they were out there and he tried to break it up and told him, hey, you know, y'all don't have to do this and whatever, whatever, whatever. So the dudes thought they was going to jump bad on him. He kept, you can see on the video, he kept saying, go on somewhere. Y'all need to take that somewhere. Go on now. They were flinching at him like he was supposed to flinch. They was doing the thing. You know how somebody flinches, they jerk it. I'm going to you know how they do. Ain't about to do nothing. But they were trying to intimidate him. And he, he was pointing like, you don't want to do that, partner. You could see, you didn't even, you didn't hear nothing. You could see the video and the video showed him saying, you don't want to do that. Go on somewhere before you get hurt. You could see the boys like, oh, what you about to do? You about to hurt us, man? You think you bad? You think you something? You come on, man. They, they, you know, they, you know how you flap your arms, throw your arms down, and your know, neck get to moving, like you know, you you lost your mind. And the MMA fighter was like telling this girl, hey, babe, stand back, stand back. I'm gonna have to handle up on these idiots. Sure enough, one of them steps to him. He stepped to the guy to swing at the guy and the guy's foot went straight up into this man's face before he knew what happened. It was quick. 
It was like, oh, you go, bam! Dude was out. The dude's girlfriend on the other side, the guys who was, you know, trying to fight the MMA fighter, she was like, oh my gosh! I ain't no need a hole in your face now and your eyes getting big talking about, oh my gosh, when your man done been knocked out. When that dude told you, don't do it. Don't test me. But they had to do it anyway because people are just ignorant these days. And they think, and, and, and you know, it's liquid courage has something to do with that. You know that liquid that you put in your body that you shouldn't put in your body because it's basically poison. It's the same thing that's used in gasoline. You're literally drinking unleaded every time you put it up to your mouth. You know what I'm talking about. Well, it makes you think that you can whoop everybody. And you can't whoop an ant. But you think you can whoop everybody. So the MMA fighter's foot went dead in his face. The other boy came, MMA fighter said, bip, bap, boom, bap, boom, bap, bip. Dude was out on the floor. Only person that was left standing was the girl going, oh my God, what did you do? And now she wants to call the police. You should have thought about that before y'all tried to fight this dude. I said all that to say this because there's another one I saw I wanted to tell you the story about. But this particular thing that I'm talking about deals with UFC fighter Dustin Poirier. Poirier lashed out at a man at Mardi Gras in Youngsville, Louisiana. Over basically a sign that the dude held up about Poirier's wife that referenced a comment that Conor McGregor made about his wife back in UFC 264 back in 2021 and Poirier who's 34 years old he's not an old man he's a young man still and his wife Jolie were in the parade on Saturday when this man held up the sign that read hey Dustin your wife's in my DMs and approached the vehicle they were riding in which is the dumbest thing that you could ever do approach the vehicle of an MMA fighter with a son that has something about his wife on the side um (laughs) Poirier basically stuck his arm out there and he slapped him. They say he slapped at him. But when you look at the video, it looked like he slapped him. And he should have slapped him. For him hold up that sign the way that he held up that sign. So <laughs> the man flipped Poirier off as the vehicle drove off. But Poirier tried to jump out of the car and go after the dude and his wife could be seen holding him back and there's several 
UFC fighters who took to social media to commend Poirier's actions. Because they're like, if it was my wife, I'd have done the same thing, dude. Poirier was not wrong. And this is now I know you say he's a professional. He should conduct himself as a professional at all times. Really? So you let somebody insult your wife and write on a card that your wife is this or your wife is in my whatever and you're gonna you're gonna write that on a thing and think that you're not going to have some kind of backlash from that these people are trained technical assassins these people could wipe you out before you could even say help about the only thing you'll get out of your mouth is oh god and you won't even get the D on it cause you'll be knocked out why would you and why are you messing with these individuals this is not the first time like I said before I started with Dustin Poirier there was this MMA fighter there was another MMA fighter who got into it with people in the crowd because the people in the crowd was talking so much junk after the dude won his match in the octagon they threw stuff in the octagon at him because he jumped up on the, the octagon fence and they gonna throw something at him and then call him all kinds of whatever 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 and he jumped out of that ring and went after them you go to a boxing match a wrestling match an MMA match you go there for a reason it is for entertainment it is not for you to partake in the match in that way it's for you to sit there shut up be entertained scream yeah or oh that's wrong but what gives you the right to say anything personal these individuals when I was at the University of Charleston in West Virginia and the NWA wrestling came to Charleston they were at the Civic Center me my boy Dave my boy Patrick and Gerald went to this fight and they got the fighting in the crowd and so as they were fighting there were some people and, and this was the if some of y'all can remember the road warriors back in the day Hawk and, and what's his name Eagle or what's the other guy's name I forget it was, it was Hawk and the other one and these dudes was talking junk these dudes was throwing popcorn on them. Somebody spit at them. The wrestlers now. They spit at the wrestlers. <coughs> Excuse me. And Hawk and somebody else was fighting. 
We were right there at the, the, the steel barrier, sort of like a fence. And with them rustling and tussling, they hit the fence where we were. It made us get up from our seats and we backed up a little bit and the other people's on the other side and they was talking mad smack. You ain't about nothing. I'll kick your mind. And blah, blah, blah. And they was talking junk and then Hawk got mad and turned around and said, I'll crush you, little man. And they was like, come on. Come on. And Gerald picks up a chair and hands it to Hawk. Bust him in the head, man. Hawk turns around, looks at us, looks at the chair, and he laughs. But he stayed professional. He didn't hit him with the chair. He stayed professional. The majority of the MMA fighters out there live professional lives. They're not going to try to harm anybody else unless it's another MMA fighter trying to buck up against them. So normally, they're not going to do anything to anybody. But if you put your hands on somebody who is already trained. Remember, I told you, they're technical assassins. They're trained in thousands of different ways to take you down. And for you to stay down. Why would you want to say something about one of their wives? You can't. Think you're gonna talk about somebody's wife and ain't gonna get dealt with in some form or fashion. Those guys operate on adrenaline. Those guys want to hurt somebody. But they they know that they're basically registered weapons. And they can't use it against you. The fact that Poirier slapped the dude, he got off easy. Because what if Justin had just had said, I'm about to handle up on this boy and choked him out? Oh, it'd have been a lawsuit then. It'd have been a lawsuit. He choked me out and I couldn't breathe. And so now I want five million dollars. Cause your neck all crushed up. What did you do to him, sir? I just called his wife the W-H-O name and, 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 and you know, it didn't mean anything by it. It was on the sign. It's what Conor McGregor said. So I was just repeating what Conor McGregor said. Now I got a crunch larynx. Yeah. That's usually what happens. When you talk about somebody else's wife, you talk about somebody else's kids, that's usually what happens when it's so egregious. There was a story in the Bible y'all may not know of concerning she bears. And in this story, I think it was the prophet Elisha, because he was bald headed, there were some ignorant teenagers out there calling bald head, ah, ha, ha, you ain't got no hair. And they was talking all crazy to him. But because of him and his anointing and because of who he was, all of a sudden these bears came out of nowhere and ate the teenagers. Look it up. I think it's in 2 Kings. 1 Kings or 2 Kings, but it's in Kings. Look it up. Matter of fact, Google, she bears. 
eating up teenagers. There was two of them that came out because they was talking junk, because they were saying things they shouldn't have said. They was doing things they shouldn't have done. They was putting their mouth on somebody they should not have been putting their mouth on. Y'all better watch it. You better watch it. Stop messing with the UMC players. Stop messing with these people. These MMA fighters, technical assassins, they could take you out before you even hit the ground. Why are you fooling with them? What makes you think that you're a mixed martial artist or mixed martial arts artist? I believe that's the way that should be said. And you've never taken any kind of martial arts, <laughs> let alone mixed. What makes you think that you could talk about somebody's wife like that or their family like that? and not get dealt with. Justin Poirier, he's a bigger man than me. He just slapped you. I'd have tried to choke you. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I should have. Stop messing with people. Leave these folks and their families alone. That's the moral of the story. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, when we come back, speaking of mixed martial arts, <laughs> we got to talk about what went down in, in, in Taiwan with Dwight Howard. So don't go anywhere. Make sure you come right back. Right here on this. Sick show stay tuned we'll be right back with more this sick show with big day along the bgc sports network shimmy shimmy go go pop shimmy shimmy <sighs> welcome back to part three of this sick show. The BGC Sports Network has partnered with our sister station, jazzclefradio.com, to offer you a chance to win a pair of tickets to Friday Night Blues featuring Lenny Nance and the Network Band. That's every Friday. So, to enter to win some tickets, all you have to do is send an email with your name and phone number to info at bgcsports.net. And you'll be entered into the drawing on every Wednesday and con- contacted via email or phone call. How cool is that? So, enter today. Info at bgcsports.net. By Wednesdays, every Wednesday, we're going to go and we're going to pull somebody's name out of the hat and boom, bam, you're going to get a call on Thursday and you'll have those tickets for you on Friday. So do it right now for your chance to win big right here on the BGC Sports Network. Okay. 
Let me slow it down a little bit. Eight-time NBA All-Star. Former NBA champion Dwight Howard. Well, he's playing in the Taiwanese Professional Basketball League. And last week, um, his team, the Taiwan Leopards, went up against the Taiwan Beer Hero Bears. Wasn't well, that funny? I was just talking about she bears and last and these are the hero bears. Okay. Well, a fight broke out. Here we go. Twelve players, including Dwight Howard, was ejected from the game. And according to the Taiwanese news, the incident came with less than a minute remaining in the fourth quarter. That's when Dwight Howard's teammate, Chen Xiaozhong, is that how you say that? Chen Xiaozhong. Chen Xiaozhong. That's why I'm, okay, I'm gonna say it like that. Chen Xiaozhong. Elbowed. Xiang Yuan in the face. Now, I saw this on the news online. You know me. I like to go to YouTube and I like to find the incident and I want to see the actual footage of what happened. And after I watched it about eight times, Xiang Yuan was wrong. He should not have hit Chen Xiangzhong in the face with his elbows. You can see where Shang Wan had the basketball and Chen Xiangzhong was playing defense on him. And Shang Wan swung his elbow around and hit Chen Xiangzhong in the face. It was intentional. And after that, Chen Xiongzhong went after Xiang Wang, who was backing up. And then next thing you know, the Hero Bears coach comes running onto the court and basically leaps at Xiang Wang. Now the coach and Xiang Wang is going at it. Bridge is clear. People are throwing haymakers. Some people are kicking people while they're down. Xiong Wong was able to get away from the coach. The referees tackled the coach. They took him down. It looked like they was trying to do a DDT or an inverted suplex on him, but they took him down. Showed other teammates pushing teammates away, and it showed Dwight Howard basically breaking up the fight. He was telling some tall dude they had on the Hero Bears team, go on, go on somewhere. I can't say what he was really saying because he was dropping some bombs in the middle of it, but he was like, man, take your behind on somewhere. Dude kept trying to get at his teammate, and he was like, man, take your 
take your behind on down the court somewhere. Get away from here. But they kept coming at him and, and the other people off the bench. And then, and, then, and let me say this. It wasn't just Taiwanese people there. I mean, there was there was some, some brothers there. There was a couple of um, Caucasian Americans there. And it just got out of hand. And all of it was because of an elbow. So finally, they separated everybody. Dwight Howard was still talking junk to whoever that dude was on the other side, but they was way away from each other. They wasn't about to go at each other. Dwight Howard didn't punch nobody because I looked very carefully to see if he punched somebody. He did not punch anybody. And when it was all said and done, they ejected 12 people from the game, suspended them. And Dwight Howard was one of them. Somebody asked a question. I think it was on Twitter. Was it fair that Dwight got put out? Usually I would say yes. But I got to say no. It was not necessary to pull. Put, he didn't even pull nobody off of anybody. He just put his hands between him. You got to understand Dwight Howard's every bit of seven foot. Whether seven one, seven two, he's maybe six twelve. I'll give him that. It's a big dude, man. Dwight Howard's muscular too, so it's not like he's skinny. And he came in between them. He's like, "Nah, man, you ain't gonna get at my man like that." And he was keeping them from fighting. They decided because he was on the court, he had to go in. Needless to say, the crowd booed. Dwight Howard threw up his hands like, it's all good, peace. And the people were applauding him as he was going in the tunnel. But the Hero Bears started that. The Hero Bears started that. And I'm just telling you, Dwight Howard helped uh, Howard held back. All he had to do was take those big old hands and just slap somebody. Swack up! And they would have went down and been out for the count. But he didn't. He maintained professionalism. Now he might have said a couple of words that we normally wouldn't say to each other. But ah, he shouldn't have gotten thrown out. Now, according to the report, there was another man in question. And this was the assistant coach of the Hero Bears, Lin Chi Ho. Lin Chi Ho was the guy that came off after Chi Young Song. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Chi Young Song or Chin Sao Jung was on the same team as. What did I say his name? Lin Chi Ho. Let me copy and paste that name right quick. Those are some names. He, Lin Chi Ho was the one that went out to, uh, uh, after Cheong Wong. That's what I was trying to say. And they showed him throwing, you know, punches. He tried to take him down. Cheong Wong was slick. As the man was falling down, he just kind of stepped out of it and then went around and he had like nothing was done. Like he didn't have nothing to do with it. 
Dwight Howard, you can see him on the video telling the person, the other player, move on. Move on, man. Move on, man. Along with expletives. There was also another man in a suit. He was identified by game announcers as the other assistant coach. He was throwing punches. Got expelled too. To be honest with you, I didn't even know there was a tie with these leagues. I haven't been keeping up that much. But the point I'm trying to make is Dwight Howard, to answer your question, should he have been put out of the game? No, he should not have. And the Taiwanese League need to take a look at that and then talk it over with the NBA. The NBA is going to see that and they're just going to be like, okay, he came out and he was breaking it up. He told him, move on, move on, man. Move on. He was pointing down the court. I love it. I can't say what he said would move on, but you know, move on. Get your down. So it remains to see, be seen if NBA going to level some fines or something like that, or, or if they're going to do something to his, you know, I don't know. But I thought that was interesting. You know, as of lately, it seems to be a lot of games where people are losing their minds. I don't know if you've noticed or not, but there's been a few college games where people are losing their minds. I mean, everybody to find your righteous mind. Like Denzel said in The Great Debaters. Go watch that movie. Find your righteous minds because we don't need all this foolishness on the court. We're coming up on March Madness and I want to see March Madness without a spot, wrinkle, or blemish. I want to see March Madness without anybody getting into a fight. I want to see some great games going down to the wire. I don't want to see any blowouts this year. And when I do my brackets, I want to go all the way to the finals. And I want to win. Because I need a million right about now. But all this stupid stuff going on, jockeying for position, all of this, it's time out for all that, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. There's more pressing things going on right now than what y'all doing. We're literally at the verge of NW. And if NW breaks out, it ain't going to be no more fights for anybody. So can we calm it down? Can we cool it? Can we just chill? Like my boy Teddy Rodney said, just chill. That's what I want to do. Just chill. Settle down. I ain't going to repeat the rest of it. But. Yeah, this was a big big fight, y'all. It was a big fight. And, and Dwight Howard, he did the right thing. And he told the dude to move on. So I, I'm not holding nothing against him. You, 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 you know, serve your suspension. 
do what you got to do, get back on the court and do the thing that you love to do, and that's play basketball. So, what was the moral of the story today, kids? The moral of the story was keep your hands to yourself. Do not get involved with foolish behavior that's going to cause you to get suspended. And first and foremost, do not consult the darkness for enlightenment. You thought I was going to let that go. Do not do it, kids. Run, run as fast as you can. You know you need to find him, that Jesus man. And after saying all that I just said, I'm done. The hashtag brother baseball is coming up next. Mr. Willie Epting Jr. Baseball season is getting ready to start and I am excited about it. I know he is, so don't miss that. Keep it locked right here. He's coming on right after me. And thank you once again for listening on the 11s and 5s on BGC Sports Network and the 12s and 6s on BGC Sports Network too and this sick podcast to this sick show.